Welcome to the podcast where Mercury is always in retrograde. Liz, we made Hi. it. it. Hi. Is it yeah, over? It's, it's fucking over, dog. It's over. Interesting. It was nice to, to reminisce. Oh my god, yeah. Good times. Speaking of reminiscing, good we are back times. on Snapchat. <laughs> <laughs> I literally had gone like two or three years. Maybe not three. I feel like I really felt like I was off of Snapchat for like five years. I was like, it's been a full decade since I've been on Snapchat. This is great. And then I went back and I had memories from like 2019 and I was like, oh, wait. Yeah, I had I had memories from early 2019, but not after that. Um, to give you an idea of how long it's been since I have been on Snapchat, um, I didn't know they added a bunch of new fonts. So that's... <laughs> Me neither. That's really interesting. That it. <laughs> I hate that app. We were playing like. <laughs> I I hate that app too. I hate it so much. That's why I got rid of it. Um. Honestly, one of the main reasons why I got rid of it was because Shreen and I had like a two-year streak, <gasps> and she broke it, and I got pissed, and I so I deleted it. Really? <laughs> I yeah, know. I was like, "What's the fucking point of having this app anymore if I'm not going to keep up the streak with Shreen?" Like, there's no fucking point, so I got rid of it. Y'all were wildin'. Y'all were truly wildin'. Literally. But now it's back. It's, like, kind of fun. Like, ironically? Unironically? I I don't know. It's... I think it's good because all of my old... I realized, like, I shouldn't have just added whoever the fuck I wanted onto this platform, like, because then everyone has visibility, and I hate that. Um, but now that everyone's gone... I, I think it's the same thing mm-hmm. with Tumblr, like where it feels like I'm returning to an old monument, but no one is there. And I realize it's not as shitty as I made it out to be. It's just that everyone else is shit. Yes, uh, I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed with going on and like looking at the stories and realizing there's only like three people who post stories. Anyway. Yes! Like <laughs> back when we were on it all the time, it would be like everyone we knew and their mother like posting stories. And I'd be like, oh, I have to look at all of these. This is exhausting. Which is kind of like how it is on Instagram. Oh, yeah. Now. Yeah, 100%. Um, but now that I'm back, I'm like, oh my God, only two people posted stories? This is crazy. I can manage that. We have one group chat and it's just all of us. We're not even sending individual snaps. We're just sending snaps in a singular group chat. And that is it. That's it. <laughs> Literally. Yep. <laughs> There's like no, I'm not there for streaks. I'm not there for anything. I'm just there to vibe. Just, just vibing. Just relaxing. Yep. I Yeah, it's definitely a more relaxing experience now. Totally. And I have so many amazing memories that I had completely forgotten about <laughs> that I was watching last night fucking crying laughing. We were so funny. <laughs> Like a little bit of a little reminiscent back to the last episode. We were so fucking funny in college. <laughs> we really were. We were so fucking hilarious. I rewatched that video of Shireen like gripping her her chin because she like was dr- in the middle of drinking something. You had said something and I had, I had recorded it. And um, I zoom in on you and you're you're trying to say something and then she tur- it like zooms back to her and she's like choking and then she goes my big bird neck. <laughs> she was drinking orange soda. <laughs> it's so funny. It's so good. I have one video of um so like a little context there was like a shopping center sort of near St. John's with like a Michaels, a GameStop, mm. um a Qdoba <laughs> and like a couple of other places. And we, I don't know if it was you and me and someone else or if it was you, me and Shereen went, but we had driven to Michael's and then like behind the GameStop, like near the garbage, there was this like giant cardboard cutout of like, it was something, something so stupid. It was like Hitman 3, like some like action game. And it was like the big cardboard cutout with like a button that you pressed and like lights and it would make noises um, and they were throwing it out. And I remember we were like, oh, my God, we must have this immediately. So we took it and put it in the in our dorm room. 
um, which three people lived in, <laughs> me, Aaron, and Shereen. So, like, three people were already occupying this room. And then we had this giant cardboard cutout. Um, and we had it there for a while. I think it was, like, a couple of weeks at yes. least. And I have one video. It's time stamped at midnight. <laughs> and it's Shereen with this cardboard cutout. All the lights are on. And she has this cardboard cutout in her hands. And she goes, you know, I'm not saying that it was bad and it was fun having it in this room, but I just can't keep looking at it anymore. And you go, I know, that's okay. And she goes, like, it really was fine. And you go, you literally cannot wait. She goes, you you say something along the lines of like, that's okay that you're getting rid of it, but you can't wait until the morning. (laughs) And it is so fucking funny because it's literally the middle of the night and Trina's like, I must get rid of this immediately. On some fucking impulse, that is the most Shireen thing to fucking happen. It's just like, get up out of bed, crawl down from the second fucking, like it was a bunk bed. She's got the top bunk and just do some shit as if it, it needs to get done now or it will never get done. But like, it's so efficient. But I, I remember distinctly that fucking sign making a ungodly like revving engine sound in the middle of night and scaring <laughs> all of us. Like we were all screaming because we had no idea why it was getting set off for no reason. It was just fine. Like before that, like it wasn't doing any of that up until that right. point. And I, I think we had to take out the, or we had to like shut off the um, noise box. I think we cut the wires too. <laughs> because it was fucking scary. <laughs> oh my it's, God. It scared the shit out of me. I remember like, <laughs> fucking dying. It was like the dumbest thing. It's like, why were we taking that absolute, like actual garbage? <laughs> I remember from the we're loading it onto the car. garbage. <laughs> someone goes is that legal and i unfortunately with my stupid raccoon brain went yeah it is legal actually if they left it on the curb it is now uh no no longer their property they relinquished property rights over it so you can take it (laughs) and someone was like why do you know that that's so funny i was like trying to remember if it was like my car that we loaded it in or one of our other car our other friends cars Mm -hmm. i feel like it was like lauren's car probably i don't i, I honestly don't which remember. is like even funnier because it's like she didn't <laughs> <laughs> actually yeah like she lived in the same true. building but like not in the same room <laughs> we were literally so hitching we were a ride like, and we were like hey can you stop for this garbage that we're gonna pick up on the way <laughs> literally picking up garbage <laughs> on the side of the road <laughs> <laughs> so stupid why were we so dumb i, I saw another video that um, I think you took, actually, uh, and I just saved it. We had put Shireen's sh- a shirt over Shireen's pillow, and we put a, a bird-stuffed plushie on the top, like, as if the head, and I was piloting its arms and legs. And I don't know why that was just so funny. Like, we just had it dancing along as if it had human arms oh. and legs. Why don't I remember that? I have the one video of you laying in your bed with the plushie of the bird mm-hmm. that like big round chicken plushie yeah. dancing to that um lincoln park song oh <laughs> the one that's like I've so holy shit we need a compilation video of all of our snap memories i feel like that would be really fucking fun literally i'm like thinking of making one of those tiktoks to the audio that's like what was life as a youngster and then it's like oh shit oh shit there's so many like everyone's friends like put their friends videos together or people like falling off buildings (laughs) like i feel like i don't know i think it'd be fun maybe it would be fun if we made one i just like don't i just hate editing tiktoks genuinely i literally the worst that's the worst shit it takes so long for what reason (sighs) too much too much uh, speaking of TikTok, the reason um, I wanted to talk about short stories today is because I have seen about 600 of those men only have four moods and it's every single one is from oh yeah lit class. It's from school yes. and it's some short story that I remember reading, but I forgot about. And then it's like, I, did, I guess we all had the same curriculum. What's funny is we all have the same curriculum, but if I Google, like I have tried 
Googling like about 600 different iterations of like a standardized canon of short stories, like specifically short stories and novellas. And I can't Mm -hmm. find like a comprehensive list. So I'm just like, where do all these English teachers like you become an English teacher and they teach you like, okay, here's the all the short stories that we need to teach kids across the board. Yeah. I don't know. Because I was thinking that too. I was thinking like not so much about short stories, but like about poetry and mm-hmm. how over spring break my senior year in my AP lit class, we had to read and analyze five poems mm-hmm. and we like posted them online for him to grade. And I was like um, trying to think of like where he because he like gave my teacher like gave us this book of just like all these random ass poems. And I was like trying to think like what what book where did this come from? (laughs) You know, like where the fuck did this come from? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and of course, I can't remember a single one. So (laughs) I would be no help Googling it. <laughs> it's it's just wild to me that, like, we all read the same short stories. And I feel like they all are pretty much the same. You get, like, your lottery, the necklace, the woman with the green ribbon or whatever. I don't ugh, I don't remember the names. But, like, you know, it feels mm-hmm. it feels very standard. Um, so I was, I was right. thinking about them. And I was like, actually, I loved short stories. I loved reading short stories. I think that they broke up the curriculum really nicely uh, as opposed to like moving on from full on book to full on book. Um, Yeah, I agree. And they made, I don't know, they just made things easier. They just like, and they got to the fucking point. I'm looking at you. Yeah, I think that's what I like. uh, (laughs) Nathaniel Hawthorne, fucking uh, Oliver Twist ass, fucking Tale of Two Cities, bullshit, getting paid by the page and the word. Fuck that. Fuck that. Hate, hate all of you. I'm deceased. Yeah, I was thinking about that, how like they would be so they they were also one of my favorite things to learn because they were just so fucking easy to follow along Mm -hmm. with. And like with the short story, it's like so with like a longer form novel or like a classic, it it would take fucking forever to like figure out like the themes and like what the whole point of the book was and like the metaphors of everything. With the short story, it would be like, okay, it's literally all laid out here in front of you, and it's like so satisfying to like figure everything out. Yeah. Quickly. Yeah, and especially because like I feel like the problem with reading a book with a class uh, is you go by. Uh, section right which is like fine I guess but it it doesn't take into account the fact that like section some sections are going to be a lot denser than others and they should require more time or less time so like you get one to two chapters per week but that doesn't really make sense Mm -hmm. when the density of what you're reading ought to be like okay you go you like burn through the first hundred pages or whatever and then after that you really spend some time on the later parts like I went from a lower I actually I think we talked about this before we both went from a lower level English to 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 a higher level English through high school yes yes and I I, like the fact that I have better comprehension because of the different way that English was taught like books were taught in my later years as opposed to my beginning years it's it just, mm-hmm. like, it's astounding how actually, like, if you were in the smarter quote-unquote classes, you got a curriculum that made it easier for you to understand things than kids who were in the quote-unquote dumber classes who, like, had to fucking deal with spending the same amount of time reading a book over the course of weeks when, you know, you're not digesting it at the same rate because, you know, things aren't happening at the same kind of pace so i think that's where short stories like i really remember them and enjoy them from uh the beginning of my high school years uh as opposed to later on where you know you don't really read as many you know you're more into like plays and poetry like you had mentioned um right yeah i think that's why i remember short stories well too is because like you like you said you just kind of like sit down and you read all of it and then you're like okay i get it (laughs) i actually i can fucking understand it and i feel like short stories um resonate with me better than like novels you know Mm -hmm. what I mean like when I was thinking about what I wanted to talk about 
I kind of was like, okay, I have all of these short stories that I remember enjoying, mm-hmm. but like didn't know if it was a vibe, you know? Um, so that's why I had a little trouble picking what I was going to talk about. But um, yeah, I mean like in terms of remembering what, you know, the, the what is the one called the hunting season or like the most dangerous game um the most dangerous game yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> I was like, I can't remember. that's a good like, one i remember yeah i like remember that and i like remember the lottery and like mm-hmm. pretty well but then like if i had to remember like the actual plot of frankenstein and like plot points of frankenstein i'm like i don't fucking know i literally don't fucking know <laughs> Um, so I have, I have a lot of, um, stories that I really like, and I'm trying to, like, narrow them down as we are recording. Um, but I can start, uh, with my mans. I was fucking obsessed with Edgar Allan Poe back in the day. Hell yeah. Um, I think that I probably think about the fall of the House of Usher, like, more than I even realize, like, and 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 even mm. um, looking into some of his other ones, like uh, the Cask of Amontadillo, and then um, I think about that one all the time. That's the one that I think about all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> I get a confused. Telltale Heart. Telltale Heart, a fucking classic. The one about the cat, black cat. That one's good. Yep. Um, uh, I am forgetting the one where there was like that frog man. Um, oh my god, why don't I remember that one? <sighs> Jesus, see, this is this is what happens when I don't research it. <laughs> but <laughs> I think about that one too because he wasn't actually like a frog man; he was just like deformed, and that makes me sad. Uh, oh, stop! Why is that <laughs> so sad? <laughs> frog hop perhaps hop frog hop frog yes oh my god he's it's about a person with dwarf yeah see that's what i'm talking about and then like he he like uh gets revenge <laughs> on the people who are making fun of him so that one's a that one's a fucking banger um oh my god what else he scared the shit out of me when i was little <laughs> like my dad was so into mm-hmm. him um and like my dad likes a lot of like not weird music but like just random ass music mm-hmm. like so fucking obscure sometimes and so some band that he really like made like an edgar Allan poe themed album oh and he would listen to it constantly we would be in the car and it would constantly be on loop and i would ki- i remember being like can you explain this to me and he like told me the story of the cask of Amonti, I never know how to pronounce it. Is Amontadillo, Amontiago? Amontiado uh, uh, is probably correct, but I always say Amontadillo because I don't, cor- I don't fucking care. Amontiado, Amontiado, Armadillo. I remember this one specifically because the song was so fucking scary, and then he explained it to me. And I, it, it's another thing that like kept me up for days. Oh, like I'd be like laying there in the middle of the night, being like, <laughs> "I'm gonna be cemented into a wall." <laughs> <laughs> that one I thought was. Yeah. Here's the thing. Like I, I started with Edgar Allan Poe. I read. I remember. I remember. I read the Fall of the House of Usher and the Pit and the Pendulum, and those two are very scary because of the places that they take place in. So the Fall of the House of Usher, like this, like decaying house, belonging to this, like in basically dying off family, um, and how like they can never escape, and it's very like creepy and dark as you would kind of expect. And the same with the Pit and the Pendulum, where like this guy is like being tortured in a pit. <laughs> and 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 this pendulum swings and he's trying to like he cannot see anything and the walls are wet and it's like nasty as shit and you're reading this and you're Mm. like god damn bro what the fuck so like i went from that to some of the later works and by the time i got to the cask it was like this is kind of funny (laughs) like like he's trying to help 
my barter God. his life with this man who is seeking vengeance as he's laying these bricks down. And he's, like, trying to reason with the guy. And he kind of goes through all the, the stages of, like, oh, my God, this is fucking happening to me. I will never get out and I will fucking die here. Right. But, I like, while I'm and reading it. he's drunk, it, isn't he? Isn't he, like, so fucking drunk? Well, he, yeah, he's, he's drunk. But then he's, like, as he's sobering, the bricks are being laid to his own fucking demise. And... Oh my God. I loved it, but I was also just like, this is kind of funny, though. Like, the fact that he's begging for his life is kind of funny. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> That's so bad. That's so bad. Oh, my God. So, yeah, Edgar Allan Poe, really, really fucking good. I love that guy. That guy got some good shit, some real bangers. Mm-hmm. Just so, yeah, so into he's it. He's fucking creepy, so depressing, but you know what? We have to stand again. A horror staple. I feel like his kind of like vibe is now just being commodified in the horror genre. But he like really was the fucking blueprint. Like he had the motifs of like households representing families, liminal spaces, these dark, depressing kind of uh, visuals that you kind of imagine. This this idea that like these unfortunate hellscapes exist on earth it's terrible right. but it's it's real right. and i think that i i love the man for it so i know that's not a specific short story but actually i haven't seen a single instance of edgar Allan poe being used for that meme that i was talking about and that's a damn shame someone should do it not me really? but someone should do it i saw the cask of a Mon- montiago oh really montiago. oh okay i did see one of those damn yeah, yeah. I don't know. Maybe we're just on different TikToks. Oh, sorry. I'm on TikTok that like only has 30 views because I keep blocking sounds on TikTok. You're so funny. Uh, I think about that all the time. Honestly. So funny So to me. stupid. It really is, but I love it. <laughs> Anyway, what, 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 what's your, what's your thing? What's, what's the next thing? One of my favorite short stories that I read uh, in high school was Lamb to the Slaughter by Roald Dahl. Did you read this? No. What the fuck? Holy shit. I literally love this short story so much. So I, I haven't read it in a while, but like pretty much the gist of it is that this woman is like, you know, she's a homemaker. She like cooks her husband dinner. Um, her house is clean, her house is really welcoming, and her husband comes home, and they get into a fight, Mm -hmm. and, like, he, um, I think he might be drunk, or he might have, like, a drinking problem, Mm -hmm. but, like, he is being, like, a piece of shit, and he tells her something that she doesn't like hearing, like, I think he, something to do with money, Mm -hmm. I, I literally cannot remember, but he, like, pisses her off. So she is, like, so pissed off, she snaps, and she takes this frozen leg of lamb that she was going to cook for dinner and beats him to death with it. <sighs> so she literally beats the shit out of him with this leg of lamb. And then she is, like, once he's dead, she's, like, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. I can't believe I did that. This is the craziest thing that ever happened. Oh, shit. So she, like, puts the leg of lamb in the freezer, back in the freezer. Mm -hmm. Or no, she keeps the leg of lamb out. And she, like, composes herself and she calls the cops and she's like, oh, my God, I just got home and my found my husband murdered Mm -hmm. in my house. So the cops are like, okay, we're on our way. So the cops come and she, like, fakes sadness and is like freaking out and she's like is he dead is he dead and the cops are like unfortunately he's dead so they're like doing they're like investigating they're like who do you think you could have done this and she was like oh my god i think it might be the butcher or like it might be the grocer or something like that like they were feuding Mm -hmm. um and so then she goes thank you so much for your hard work can i like cook you a, a meal and they're like, yes, of course. And so she cooks the leg of lamb, essentially <gasps> cooking the evidence to feed to the cops so that she wouldn't be found out. Oh, 
and I I just literally love it. Queen. And so it ends with them like it's that it ends with them eating and one of the detectives is like whoever did it like they're not going to be carrying like this big murder weapon weapon around with them for long like we should be able to find it and one of them is like I feel like it's right under our nose I just can't put my finger on it and they're like literally eating the leg of lamb <laughs> that this man was murdered with so it technically is right under their nose oh, holy shit dude <laughs> I love that yeah I remember reading it and being like, whoa, this is fucking crazy. Like, I feel like this is one of the first f- short stories that I was like, hell yeah. Now I understand literary devices. <laughs> Irony? I think so. <laughs> I I love that. Yeah. I Also, I love a woman murdering I was going to say, I love women that murder their husbands. <laughs> so good why am i obsessed why am i literally i don't know i don't know i also kind of love it because it's like loki a little graphic Mm. like kind of graphic about her like beating him over the head with a leg of lamb and then the police officer's like yeah his skull looks like it's been smashed in like us with like a sledgehammer nice i'm always like "Mm, nice 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 (laughs) (laughs) yeah oh god also i kind of fuck with roald Dahl, even though i think he's a bad person right uh i'm pretty sure he's i'm pretty sure we talked about this but i don't remember to be honest i cannot i can't keep track of all this shit all right there's there's too much there's too many of y'all going fucking (laughs) too many of y'all problematic shits bullshit yeah. rhetoric i'm sick of this shit <laughs> stop being racist I'm... stop being anti-semitic just stop it i feel like he he's really fucking old right Rolled. uh or he he's probably yeah, dead he's dude if you think i know anything this year yeah, has gone by my knowledge of things has whirled on through and if Going through my Snapchat memories has proved ever- anything. It's that my own short-term memory cannot be trusted. Shot. Literally shot. Completely. Literally. I don't remember a single fucking thing. Could not, like, I could not believe that these things that I had witnessed are things that I am looking at going, hmm, why does it feel like I'm experiencing this for the first time? Literally. <laughs> That's why I'm like, when I scroll through my, um like twitter or finsta or instagram i'm always like oh shit i exist (laughs) you know what i mean do you ever feel that way yes yeah (laughs) (laughs) are we okay i i i recently reorganized my google drive um Mm. that mm, i i don't name my documents so that's a big fucking problem because I have 300 documents named untitled document or untitled document key smash. And so I had to parse through resumes along with fan fictions, along with uh, my actual own personal like fiction that I have written myself. <laughs> All trying to like mm-hmm. separate them and put them into the right folder so I could actually try and find something that I fucking need. It, it, like oh I was looking God. for my lease. I was looking for my lease, but I couldn't find it because oh, it was Jesus. buried. It was buried under this stupid bullshit because I don't have any folders in there. So I, I finally fucking fixed it. But boy, I had to. So the problem was I had to open each document and read it and get an idea of what the mm. fuck was going on. And so I read a lot of my fiction and also fan fiction. I am so stupid, mm-hmm. dude. I'm so fucking dumb. And why don't I remember <laughs> anything? Where were these stories going? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know either. Wish I wrote shit down. I don't know. I wish. I like... <laughs> that's why when I'm like... When I like write fan fiction, I... And I like want to... When I'm like writing it, and I'm like, okay, I, I literally don't want to do this anymore. If I keep doing this, I'm going to explode. I'm going to die if I have to keep writing. I always like write like the plot points that I want to hit like in like the most ratchet ass like bullet points below the paragraphs of text. God, I should so at do least that. I do that for myself. <laughs> oh God, I should do that. I left off on a f- I always leave off on a fucking cliffhanger and then I'm like, well where the where's the rest of it? And I'm like, well I'm the <laughs> author. I should figure that shit out. Isn't that my fucking job? 
<laughs> this is nice, but like, where was I going with this? Where where was this gonna go, huh, Miss Ma'am? I wish if I had a time machine, boy, I would be fucking unstoppable. Oh my god. Anyway, so anyway, Roald Dahl, Lamb to the Slaughter. Um, I feel like the vibes are very similar to like J.K. Rowling. Like, he sucks, but his work is decent. Mm-hmm. The artist is dead. We're, we'll we'll just. I mean, he is actually dead. He is actually dead. So yeah, I I feel like him, H.P. Lovecraft. We can kind of strip away yeah. the work from the person who made it. Totally, but yeah, I mean, this is uh two hundred and eighty nine lines of text. Most of it is dialogue. So. Oh, that's interesting. It's a fun little, fun little. Uh, read. It's it's really short. It's a short, short, short story. Yeah, yeah, it is a short shorty, little short shorty boardy. <laughs> short shorty boardy. Um, <laughs> I banana nana <laughs> forty. Me my mo morty shorty. <laughs> I remember. Um, this is not related to the thing I was gonna bring up, but I remember you Sorry. had brought up the lottery. Um, yeah, and we, in order to preface us reading that that story it's it's pretty short so i think i think my teacher wanted to make it like last the whole period so she had us Mm -hmm. do a little game where we had our own lottery before reading so we didn't know what it was about we didn't know what any of this was what what any of this was gonna mean we also did this oh my god really (laughs) yeah we had a lottery and uh i won Oh my god, really? <laughs> yeah, I won. And I was like, I that remember so distinctly funny. being like, oh, this is so fun. Like, I don't I don't normally win these things. Like, this is so nice. <laughs> and then my teacher was like, hmm. Is that so? <laughs> well, let's just get into reading this, shall we? <laughs> Why don't we have That's our winner so start us off? Oh my god. I like, Heike used to love shit like that. Um, like... We did that for the lottery, and then for Macbeth, we, like, actually acted scenes out, which was, like, really fun. Mm. Um, and then for what we were reading, um, Lord of the Flies. Yeah. We, like, split off into tribes. Oh, my God! <gasps> I love I remember, that. I remember I was a tribe leader, and I was like, I'm going to fucking kill myself, because I hated every single person that was on my tribe. <laughs> my god wait that's so cute we did um we did a video uh uh to cover uh the outsiders and mm. oh, i wonder if i can find the episode uh, the fucking whole video on youtube because it was definitely uploaded oh to god. youtube i was not in it uh except for on the background but uh the the kind of like the kids some of the kids were like really trying to get into the video um so then they like took the whole place they made us do a montage it was a lot of fun i remember that but it was wild that's so fun (laughs) english class can be fun when you're in the stupid parts (laughs) (laughs) stupid regents english can be fun (laughs) oh my god um but yeah i remember that for the lottery i'm i i do that I think that's probably the only reason why I remember it as well as I do. It's because I fucking won that shit. And then I'm like, mm, stone me to death. Hell yeah. Oh my god, that's so fucking funny. <laughs> yeah. Um, Good times. I feel, like, I feel like I read the lottery when, like, The Hunger Games was big. Oh. So I kind of was like, oh, the correlation. The... <laughs> That's another that's another instance of just realizing that like themes are central to certain genres and like <laughs> literally <laughs> that's when everything starts to click in your head. <laughs> I'm like, "Oh, the same story gets told 100,000 times." Yep. That's nice. Yep. Um oh. The next What's the next one? The next thing uh that I wanted to talk about was uh uh well, actually, it, it's going to be another instance where I'm not going to talk about a specific one. Um, right. But I wanted to talk about Dubliners by James Joyce. Um, oh. We read this in uh, my senior year. 
and it was really good. I really liked it. Really? I... Really? Yes. I don't like England. Um, (laughs) That should be obvious. (laughs) (laughs) And so, listen, we... All we read was Britlet. We just read Britlet in my fucking senior year. It was like the theme. Britlet. Um, We did American Lit Mm -hmm. uh, the year before. Now we were across the pond, and uh, everything we read was fucking British, and I hated it. I hated Oliver Twist. I hated that motherfucker. I, Boy, you missed that. I hated... Well, I didn't hate, but I was frustrated with Tess of the D'Urbervilles or whatever the fuck that shit was. Tale of Two Cities pissed me mm-hmm. off. I was mad. But then we were reading Dubliners, and it feels like it's a different species that you're reading about, because... Ireland is sad, that it's gloomy, it feels very fitting to dirty who we are. Yeah, it just feels more relatable as Americans mm. to read about mm-hmm. poor working class Irish people at the turn of the 20th century. It just feels right. God. It just it just feels right. Right. Um I think James Joyce has a very simple but descriptive way of writing prose and okay i think he has a very straightforward way of writing whereas like on the opposite end you get someone like kafka who and oh my god like fucking Camus, who just writes in circles and you're just like okay get to the fucking point right, right. um so like if I, will i understand it like will my little head oh yeah you'll it. absolutely understand it it's a little boring in that way it's it's kind of boring to be honest like the 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 pacing like it's very interpersonal it folk it has a lot of central focus it seems like most of the conflicts mm-hmm. are person versus self or like person to person but not very like in a way that is very specific uh and direct right um but i I just think that it was a nice change of pace for what we were reading before. Um, And I was getting used to the fact that we were reading a lot more, like, in general with that class than with any of the Mm -hmm. other classes that I had taken. So I I wasn't reading in between to, like, satiate my fucking hunger. Like, I was actually, like, just trying to keep up. Totally. And so now I'm like, okay, well, I've only read fucking British pieces for the past however many months now. This is a breath of right. fucking welcome air. Like, just short stories. You get through it. You shoot through it. We talk about it in class. On to the next two or three. So, right. I remember really liking I it. love that. There's a really beautiful edition that I've been eyeballing um, for a couple of years now. Mm-hmm. I saw it on uh, BookTube um, probably back in 2018, 2019. And it's like the Penguin... Uh, classic edition or something like that but the cover is just like so beautifully illustrated and for a long time I was like I want this book right now but then I like kept talking myself out of it because I was like you don't actually read classics (laughs) (laughs) you graduated high school and it took you I don't know seven years to pick up a single classic and actually finish it (laughs) Um, so perhaps Maybe you don't. There is no urgency behind needing this book. Yeah, yeah. But maybe I'll pick it up. Maybe because I have an addiction. I wonder if that's the one that I have. Um, it's like blue and it has like a bunch of people on it in a very distinct yes. style. I have that book. I bought it because I like Dubliner so much, and I I, I saw it in Barnes and Noble, and I was like. Mm. And it's on sale, so so I have to buy it. (laughs) It is a parasite in my brain. Um, (laughs) It makes me do it, but... Bunch of fucking worms that just wiggle around in there. Just wiggling around. Go get it, get it, get it, get it. Yes. Yeah, that's the addition, so... (laughs) It's fucking nice. It is fucking nice. Nothing makes me feel like a main character than reading that on the subway. (laughs) <laughs> yes the thick book on the subway like what the fuck? Uh, not me carrying around the fucking house of leaves and then also reading a fucking little life that i now have a physical copy of on the fucking train oh and i'm like this God. isn't making me feel like a main character this makes me feel like i have a burden to bear 
<laughs> it's literally back problems at that oh point. my god it makes it, that throws me back into high school when i was like do i have scoliosis from all the fucking textbooks that i'm carrying <laughs> on my fucking back <laughs> oh my god i'm like thinking of reading house of leaves um some youtuber that i watch is doing like a read-along a read-a-thon mm. um or no she has a book club sorry she's a book club and her february M- march pick is um house of leaves so i'm thinking of reading that that's interesting because it there's a there are different orders that you can read that book in like i'm i'm on my second read through of that book and i'm trying to read it in a different order to understand it better because it's still like wrapping my head around it is part of the scariness of it right i uh, I mean, I really enjoyed it. I highly recommend it. Um, I'm just curious as to see, like, I wonder if she has, like, a direction. Or is it just, like, going blind? Know. Good luck. I don't <laughs> I don't know. We, I, They just were in the midst of reading her February pick of the month. Mm. So Nice, nice. I already finished it, so. Ooh. Maybe, maybe I'll get a head start. But also, I'm I'm reading Little Life, and it's making me cry so fucking hard. I'm only halfway through the section, so I am not anywhere uh, with that. I uh, have a busy weekend ahead of me. And by weekend, I mean two days. <laughs> I was going to say, holy shit, we have two days. <laughs> if you want to join our book club. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no strangers allowed. Just kidding. <laughs> It's hard. It's hard. Don't join a book club. Hey, if you're thinking about joining a book club, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do don't it. Just do it. read your own fucking book. <laughs> don't do it. But if you do do it, make sure that there's a leader because we've never, we never really specified like if someone is going to run the book club. You know what I mean? No, that's like, I feel like that's feel stupid. Like a book club. No, no, no. I feel like with a book club, it's like, okay, this person is going to come in with like questions and like b- book club discussion points, which like you did last time you came in with like the most <laughs> information, which is good because I feel like we were just all kind of like sitting around like, okay, who's going to lead the conversation <laughs> my, for once in my life, my propensity for writing down my menial thoughts actually came to fruition. Like I, watch a movie and i think this is why i personally find it really hard to watch movie shows and read books because afterwards i spend an inordinate amount of time writing down my thoughts and or like articulating my thoughts about it and like sometimes it's just like repeating the same thing over and over again but i just like need to get it out of my head if that makes sense so like i yeah yeah it does make sense i watched american psycho i wrote a ten thousand page word document about what i thought about it like oh my god it is <laughs> stupid Sorry. it's so stupid like i don't know why no. i live my life like this why can't i just enjoy things i can't just I, I i won't be able to sleep if i don't open up a notes page on my phone at the very least and just like start typing out my thoughts i watched a play in i like on a Broadway theater for my birthday last year. And instead of spending the time talking to my dad who brought me to that play for my birthday in the car ride Mm -hmm. back, I just typed away at my phone because I couldn't get the thought, like I couldn't articulate the words fast enough and it was just more comfortable for me to write it out. So I, (laughs) I have, I still have that word document or I mean that note in my, in my phone app. Um, but I like, I don't know why I have this problem. So we were, we just read the first section of A Little Life and I had an entire page in my notebook with all my thoughts written down. Good. No, I think that's good because it's like, I flagged pages, but also it's like nice to have someone kind of like lead the conversation and like, I don't know, bring up their thoughts so that we can like, you know, bounce ideas off of each other. Yeah. That is true. Last like time was fun. Like the girlies do. Yeah, I'm excited. It, I just like still have a lot to go. <laughs> makes me makes me nervous. Anyway, yeah, I me too. <laughs> anyway, love Dubliners. If you are also a Dubliners fan, please hit me up. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> That's so funny. Um, my next short story, mm-hmm. uh, I don't even know if it counts as a short story, but I'm going to talk about it anyway. Um, so in order to get into my senior AP lit class, mm-hmm. I had to write my senior thesis um, because everyone who was in AP Lang the year before wrote their senior thesis then. And they spent like <gasps> half a year writing their senior thesis. And everyone who was staying in like regular English had was writing their senior thesis in regular English. But with me, because I wasn't staying in regular English or was in AP Lang, I had to write my senior thesis the last week of junior year. Oh my god! I literally had a fucking week to write a senior <laughs> thesis. <laughs> For th- from no help, like, my AP Lit teacher, like, pretty much met with me. And my friend, my friend was also taking... Um, AP lit with me so we were like kind of in the same boat Mm -hmm. but like he he met with both of us and was like okay here's what's gonna happen (laughs) you're gonna write this and I'm gonna grade it so leniently because you're gonna write it in a week and we were like "Mm mm-hmm and I remember like the day it was due I had a photography class first period and I literally was in my photography class like fucking finishing (laughs) my thesis i was like holy shit this is fucking insane um yeah it's okay we don't talk about it so everyone who wrote it for ap lang and ap lit wrote it on three full works by one author and would kind of like pull all three of those works together and like talk about like very similar themes and like um literary devices that that author would use over and over again but for us we instead of reading three full works in a week we did a poet so i chose robert frost um because i thought i was just like the coolest bitch in the world i was like hell yeah robert frost is just like smart bitch vibes you know Mm -hmm. um and i can't remember what other poems i wrote about but he has this one home that's like verging on short story called home burial Mm -hmm. um and it's about this husband and wife and it follows them like literally mere minutes after the husband buries their only child um in their backyard and it's like these two people who like have loved each other have had a baby together lived together um like grieving this child that just died and he the husband is taking like a really kind of active approach to like like he just has a different way of grieving than his wife Mm -hmm. like he came in after burying the kid like put his spade down like next to the door and like washed his hands and then is talking about you know oh if i built a birch fence right now like it wouldn't withstand the winter like birch decays the fastest out of all the wood and so the wife kind of like take a, takes offense to that and is like um why are you not grieving in the way that I'm grieving mm-hmm. like why do you not grieve your only child you just buried him and is like sort of refusing to communicate with him in a way that's effective like instead she's just like freaking out and like being really aggressive towards him and then in turn he's being really aggressive towards her and it's sort of like these two hurt people who like should be finding comfort within each other um struggling with something really hard and like miscommunicating and like in turn it's their loss is worse because they can't communicate with each other you know what i mean why am i crying so the wife is i literally (laughs) i literally read this for class and i cried the first time i read it i was like this is so lovely uh, and that's when I, that's why I wrote my thesis on it because I was like, oh, this is so good. Um, and yeah, I don't know. It's just like two grieving people fighting and like not being compatible and like how this one thing like sort of kept them together is now gone. And yeah. And I think about it all the time. It's literally like something that I think about all the time. Oh, holy shit. And I love it. Dog. It's very sad. I I don't think I read a lot of Frost, so this is really interesting. Like, yeah, I I can't remember. I read this one, 
I didn't want to do walking on the path on a snowy evening or whatever. <laughs> um, or two worlds diverge into one wood or whatever that one is called. Yeah. Um, I read another one about... This is also going to make you cry. I read another one about this like old man um, sitting in at his home like in front of a fireplace as it snows outside and he's kind of like within the last moments of his life and he's like reflecting on like who he was and what he has done and like his environment and like is he comfortable in his home and I can't remember what that one's called but I read that one and then I don't remember what else I We really need to have a poetry episode, too, because I love poetry so much. We really do. Yes, same. (sighs) I was um, kind of going back to, like, that spring semester, that spring break uh, assignment that I had in my AP Lit class. Mm -hmm. Like, I had read, I had wrote this thesis, and I was like, oh, I, like, actually kind of really like poetry. Like, this is kind of crazy. Um, And then he my teacher assigned us that spring break lesson where we could pick like five poems and like pretty much write like an interpretation about it and like talk about like what kind of literary devices they use, if they used any Mm -hmm. and like blah, blah, blah. Um, and I wrote, I, I had such a fun time doing it. Like I literally like was obsessed with like reading poetry and analyzing it and like writing my responses. Mm -hmm. And I remember I like posted all of mine and he emailed me and was like, these are really great. Like, you get full points for the assignment. And then he, like, closed the email with, like, but every po- every poem you picked was so fucking depressing. Like, do I need to talk to the counselor? And I was like, I was like, literally, please do not. <laughs> I am okay. Oh, no. Oh, no. This is so funny. Are you really, like, a lit kid if you did not at one point have a teacher ask you, hey, <laughs> Is everything good? Are you, are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That is the most, that is the most, I have, I have had teachers like pull me aside after class and go, are you good? <laughs> oh yeah, me too. Like, more than once. Yeah, Definitely more I, than once. I feel like that, that, that fact that you got that in an email is just hilarious to me. Like, oh my God. the full marks, like you did great, but also is everything okay? Like literally he was like plus plus he's like this teacher was like so psychotic like he was just like the funniest fucking teacher i've ever had in my life like we i remember we had a fundraiser for something and we were all playing dodgeball like it was like a dodgeball fundraiser Mm -hmm. and he like made this whole grand entrance made the dj or the person who was like playing music play thrift thrift store thrift shop um, by Macklemore and whatever <laughs> and he fucking rolled into the gym in thrifted denim shorts and this man is like seven foot tall like he is humongous literally bald as shit rolls rolls in in thrifted denim shorts his old man sneakers <laughs> and a long ass faux fur coat oh <laughs> and he was like okay let's let's play dodgeball and i was like what the fuck is going on here oh my god the drama of it all i love it i'm obsessed i love it also he was like if you score three or higher on the ap exam you can be my friend on facebook (laughs) so i scored a three so i like friended him and he messaged me and he was like all right what'd you get and i was like three and he goes okay great so he accepted me and within days of friending him, he had posted this video of him trying to knock a garbage can over. And he's, like, standing there with a broom. And he knocks his garbage can over. And, like, three raccoons go running in the opposite direction. And he, like, jumps back and he's like, motherfucker. And I remember being like, oh, my God, I miss him. Oh, my God. <laughs> Psycho. That's the most really psychotic. fucking local shit I've ever heard in my entire life. Literally insane. Oh, Literally holy insane. shit. Why? I love that. I love that. I also love that he gatekeeped <laughs> all of you from making friends with him on Facebook unless you were fucking smart enough. Like, <laughs> he literally. He's like, if you don't get a three, don't even try it. Literally, don't even try it. Holy shit. That's so funny. That's so funny, dog. Yeah. 
Oh. Ugh. That was the only AP exam I ever took. Uh, did I take any? I think I took history and then it, there was no point because St. John's didn't take my fucking history credit. <laughs> oh, oh no, dude. Oh no. Uh, I think I think I, I got around it. I think I got around St. John's like that because I don't think they would have taken my lit credit um, if I had just immediately gone to St. John's. But because I went to the school before St. John's, oh. they took it as a credit. Damn. I, they took it in as a transfer credit. Yeah. But then St. John's ended up taking all my credits from that school in as a transfer credit. So technically my AP credit came in as a transfer credit. So Holy shit, dude. That's that's the way to fucking that's, do it. Honestly, it's the way to do it. Just go to some random ass school and then transfer. <laughs> <laughs> I uh. wish that I had cool teachers because I feel like every year another teacher is like outed as a fucking pedophile at my high school (laughs) yeah you you tell me all the time like teachers who are like dating much younger women students like former students yes as as soon as graduation and i'm always they're like we're always kind of like (laughs) i'm always kind of like oh (laughs) that's crazy because i feel like at at my high school there was like one teacher who was accused of like flirting with one of her students and there was a rumor going around that they had like hooked up Mm -hmm. that was never like it was never confirmed or denied Mm -hmm. you know like it was just always kind of just like chilling in the air um but i feel like with you it's like always like oh yeah that is confirmed nope it's 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 always fucking real it's there are emails to prove it like fucking reaching out to specifically like and listen all the girls are friends right like all the girls are friends so when you email a bunch of the girls the day after graduation guess what they're gonna fucking talk they're all gonna be like hey guess who just sent me an email that's so funny he also sent me an email that's so fucking funny huh yeah it makes me so uncomfy like what are you doing dude I don't know what I don't know what the fucking water is like in New Jersey <laughs> that makes them so fucking horny for specifically high school Asian girls, but <laughs> no, 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 no. It just That's goes insane. to show you how ugly I was that I got zero emails. <laughs> All the better for it. That's that's why, you know what? I saw this TikTok today that was like, did anyone have a crush on you in school or are you funny now? Oh my God. I'm literally just funny now, to be honest. Me, me, me. It's so, this is so bad. Like I um, was with Taylor the other day Mm -hmm. and my best friend from high school and we were looking at, um, she like had all of her YouTube videos that she had made when we were in high school, which were kind of a lot. Like we were always making YouTube videos for whatever fucking reason. We were like obsessed with making YouTube videos um, of us like in the hallway in the ninth grade. <laughs> and we were like walking to, to class together. And like, we had like full on video cameras. Like we were not being subtle about it. And, um one of her other friends like her field hockey friends like the popular girls were like oh my god why do you guys have cameras and i literally slammed my head on the desk and i was like i cannot fucking believe that was me like i was that person with a camera like are you absolutely kidding me like what was i doing so cringe cringe compilation it's just me going through my fucking facebook history (laughs) Cringe compilation. Really, just me being a fucking weirdo. Oh, it's okay. Unbelievable. It's okay. No one remembers, and we're funny now. Well, we're so fucking funny now. That's so true. It's, fine. it's literally so Everything's true. Everything's fine. <laughs> yeah, everything is fine. Whatever. At least I didn't date a teacher. Anyway, thanks for <gasps> listening to another episode of Retrograde. You can find us on Twitter at Pod Retrograde. Oh my god, I'm literally biting my lip to the point where it's fucking falling off. Bro. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> on 
Instagram at anyway, bye for real. Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, cringe, <laughs> cringe, cringe, cringe. Uh, and uh, we'll see you again on uh, na, 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 next Monday. See you next Monday. Bye. St. Bernard sits at the top of the driveway. You always said how you love dogs. I don't know if I count, but I'm trying my best when I'm howling and barking.